0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8 30 to 9 30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Isn't this a beautiful time of the year? It's just a great time of the year. And if you know, uh, so if you've been a regular listener, you know that I've been focused a lot on uh, shopping local, and there's a lot to shopping local beyond just spending your money at a local store. It's it's helping support small businesses that are often the people who are get, engaging in the community, helping in efforts like the homeless community, for example. Um, this is a great time of the year to reflect on that. It's it's also a wonderful time of the year to, to give thanks and to be reminded about the people who are around you and both your family and your friends and Re- refocusing on them and and realizing that-, that we too often in our lives take too much for granted. And uh, that's just unfortunate. I-, I love the quote that I shared last week that said there's so many miracles around us that the miracles become ordinary. I, I-, I just love the way that's said because with technology and everything that's just swirling around us, you know, we really do – have a tendency to sort of take it all for granted. I I often talk on my show about living in the moment. I think that's something we should all think about. We certainly would appreciate those around us and our lives more if we didn't worry so much about yesterday, which we can't do a darn thing about. And worry too much about tomorrow. We want to plan for tomorrow, for sure. But the opportunity to sort of give thanks in this moment, I guess as I get older, I think more about that and uh, have a lot of guests on the show that remind us of of, how wonderful this place is that we call coastal Mississippi. Good Lord, we're so lucky to have so many awesome leaders here. Lord how mercy. And I'm I'm just so honored to have the opportunity to chat with them on a daily basis. Speaking of good leadership, let's shift gears. I want to I want to bring my friend Dr. Mary Graham into the conversation. The president of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, she's a good leader. She's a great friend. We 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 uh, see each other in church from time to time. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's really really great to visit with her, and uh, I look forward to catching up. How you doing, Mary?
2: I'm doing great, Ricky. It's great to be on the show again. Thank you. I, I
1: saw you nodding as I was talking about this is the time of year to reflect and remind ourselves that we should live in the moment, et cetera, et cetera. What were you thinking while I was sharing those thoughts?
2: Well, personally, I was thinking, we just had my daughter's wedding <clears throat> last weekend. Everything we did, we used local folks. We local florists, local rental. And it really turned out great. And it just it amazes me. It was simply a miracle because we had torrential rain. But everyone stepped up in such a big way. And all these were local folks who, you know, we shop with, we work with, who just did an amazing job, and the miracles do continue to happen. And it's unfortunate because they do become, you know, the expectation is that a miracle is happening every day. So we're so fortunate.
1: Well, congratulations on your daughter's wedding. I saw that. And the thing that came to my mind is I can remember when she was just a little bitty thing. And I say that about my kids as well, but time flies, doesn't it? It does. It does, it, especially in our families. That's for sure. Hey, listen. Since we last talked, there's a lot to talk about. But you've uh, you mm. won an award from the Harrison County Law Enforcement Training Academy. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, you. we'll reflect on that a bit. You had a building named after you. What a what a. You know, it's interesting to be the current president for the Board of Trustees to honor you in that way. Usually, that's a past president that would get right. that kind of a, of an honor. But uh, but on October the 15th, you, you got that honor. That had to have been special to you.
2: Ricky, it was so special. And our board did that as a surprise for me. I wasn't, you know, aware that they were even voting to do that. It is unusual to name a building after a sitting president. And, of course, you know, in my mind, I said um, – are you guys trying to tell me something? Do I need to retire? And the the answer was, no, this is incentive to stay. We really want you to stay and continue to lead golf Coast. So that was such an honor uh, for them you know, to just do that. The first woman
1: president, I think if I remember the date right, it was uh, 2011. Is that yes, right there? Yeah, correct. 2011, you became the president. It's a whirlwind when you look back, though, isn't it?
2: Yes, we've had so many exciting... Speaking of miracles, <laughs> every day, I mean, we have some great things happening at Gulf Coast. I mean, the list goes on and on. I can't wait to share a lot of the new stuff with you.
1: Okay, so let's go back to the uh, Harrison County Law Enforcement Training Academy. Um, they It was actually their first visionary award. They, they awarded it to you, Major Lewis Elias, the director of that organization, is the one that presented it to you. But... You know that it may again. That's just one dimension of so many dimensions you work on on it at any given time. But um, but it's it's great to be recognized for the and, and I'm sure that the way you saw it is not just your leadership, but Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College's leadership in this in this area. But uh, what you know, congratulations for that.
2: Thank you. You know, again, that was such a surprise. And i will tell you very quickly it's not mary graham it's gulf coast community college and these amazing folks that work here you know years ago the sheriff's academy kind of you know was dissolved for a lot of different reasons and we were fortunate to work with the previous sheriff and the current sheriff to bring that back and make that happen on the mississippi gulf coast so it's so desperately needed and it's right there you know within our mission to help the local community, especially from a safety security standpoint, and so to bring back that academy and it's thriving and just doing so well. But again, I was honored to receive that award. But it was Gulf Coast, not not Mary Graham.
1: Well, ter- terrific, and I would not expect you to say anything else. <laughs> hey, listen, um, for people who have not heard us talk before, let me let me say my my regular statement about Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And that is that the community college system in Mississippi is one of the strongest in the United States, and, and you can break it down in lots of different ways. And Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the strongest in Mississippi. Again, you can look at it from a bunch of different angles as well, which then makes Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College one of the strongest community college, you know colleges in the United States. And you didn't get there. Um, By, um, you know, just blind luck, (laughs) you got there because there's been a lot of great leadership there over a number of years, Uh, expansions in your campuses, opening, you know, new campuses. I mean, you community college, Gulf Coast Community College has been incredibly strategically focused for a bunch of years. So so for people who really aren't aware of sort of the campus layout of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, why don't you kind of refresh people's memory about that?
2: Sure, sure. And so let me just go back. Um, there are 15 community colleges in Mississippi. We're one of the largest community colleges. Certainly, we have the largest footprint because we have 10 locations, three main campuses, but 10 locations throughout our district. <clears throat> We're in Harrison Stone, Jackson, and George County. Um, So every community college has their district that they serve. We try not to go across those borders, if you will. But um, we are ranked in the top 10 in the nation for community colleges. Uh, We have the largest workforce training program in the state of Mississippi in terms of community colleges and training. So our footprint is quite large, Ricky. We employ almost 1,000 people. So we're one of the larger employers in most of the counties that we serve Of course, the exception being Ingalls in Jackson County. They're much larger than us. But um, we're really proud of that. And we have, you know, well over 10,000 students. We continue to grow. But the reality of it is we serve over 25,000 students every day when you add our workforce training efforts. So we have such a huge reach in our community and and really proud of the work that we're doing. And it all boils down to those thousand employees. They're amazing. They work hard. They get the work ethic of Gulf Coast and they care about the community.
1: Yeah, that's that's well put. When you think about 50% of your students are non-traditional education and the whole notion of 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 workforce development and all that, how often do you think about had If if you had not been focused in the way that you had been focused strategically and developed these partners in the business community the way that you did, if your approach to trying to succeed was just purely traditional education, where would Mississippi Gulf Coast Com- Community College be today?
2: Well, we certainly wouldn't be in the top 10 in the nation. Um, you know, I think you have to have a focus and, and have a real uh, finger on the pulse of the community. You know, more often than not, business and industry leaders are coming to us. They've been so desperate after COVID just to find workers. So we value the degree and we're, you know, very much accredited by SACS and our level of quality is top notch. But there's a segment of society that strictly wants someone with the skills to do the job. And so we had to focus on that to go, Okay, we're going to make sure you have the competency to do you know the work have the skills you need to do the work we want you to get a degree and we're going to make that pathway happen for you so that you'll have that in your back pocket so that you can go on to the university or whatever the case may be <clears throat> so we had to think broadly even the state of mississippi really the funding mechanism for non-credit is is still you know something that's in the works so we really kind of stepped out there and Invested a lot of college money into doing non-credit because that is such a great need in our community. We wanted to get people back to work, so we've had a heavy focus on that. Well,
1: I had a I had a terrific conversation with Dr. Ben Burnett from the president of William Carey University last week, and during the conversation, I mentioned to him if you if you look at. You look at, uh, look at the university college systems across America, and a lot of the s- uh, surveys that are being done about it, and a lot of challenges and costs are, are super high. You know, student debt is a, is a national conversation that's happening today. You see enrollment declines across the nation. Emer- you see emerging college uh, alternatives that are happening. A lot of political influence, unfortunately, that, that's out there as well. Let me we come back on the other side. I, I think m- my, my assessment of that is that this focus on non-traditional, along with sort of focus, significant focus on trying to create an affordable education alternative that has created a great opportunity for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College within all of those challenges. When we come back on the other side, we'll start continue our conversation with Dr. Mary Graham.
0: Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: Welcome back to Coast View. If you think about students and future students to colleges and universities, they certainly have a lot of choices. You know, I, I would say the pandemic. Recreated, I think, a focus on what was already emerging, and that was the ability to be able to learn uh, from your home. You know you can you can sign in and take courses on the internet. Mm-hmm. And do remote learning. That was always a big deal. You know, certainly classroom uh, learning is really important and will continue to be probably the most preferred approach. But there are just a lot of choices. Technology and has enabled choices. There, there are again the growth of lots, lots of non-traditional education. Uh, people are th- now having conversations about: Do I need a college, four-year college degree, or could I do some sort of special specialized training? That would provide me an opportunity to make coming out of school hundred thousand dollars a year. Believe it; mm-hmm. that's those kind Absolutely. of opportunities are out there. So you've got you you've got this sort of growing competition for this mind space in these future students' minds, and um, and along you know, along with all that, you've got you've got universities and colleges dealing with, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, enrollment declines and rising costs and student debts. A, a huge national conversation that's taking place. <laughs> um, and, again, emerging college alternatives. And I mentioned before we went to break, I'm here with Dr. Mary Graham from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College that in, in, in embedded in all that is a huge opportunity for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And you guys know that and you've known it, right?
2: We have. You know, in order to remain relevant in any area, uh, particularly in education, you have to constantly re-envision and reinvent who you are as an institution while maintaining that quality of education. And so what that means, Ricky, is that you have to uh, take the education to the people and you have to make sure that you're offering things that are relevant, that they need, whether it be a certificate, short-term certificate, a two-year degree, a one-year diploma, irregard or non-credit training program, or an apprenticeship training program. We heavily invested in apprenticeship training, uh, which is an old school model, come back to life. But it is so effective because people can earn, they can learn, they can continue to work and not have to quit their jobs and continue to get a degree. So, again, you have to constantly keep a finger on the pulse. You can't just offer things because you've always done it. We reassess our 56 career and technical programs every year to make sure they're relevant, to make sure there's a market for employment. And when there's not, we pull them back and we add something new.
1: Well, it is it is interesting. When I talk about business and industry partnerships, something you've engaged for, for many, many years, you're not just talking about getting together in a reception somewhere and getting to know each other better. You, it's it, These are serious relationships, aren't they?
2: They are, Ricky. It's interesting you mentioned that. We hosted for the first time ever uh, what we refer to as the Workforce Summit. We brought in CEOs and HR training individuals to the impact, our new impact center. We had about 400 people. And just to have a conversation about where we are, what their needs are, we broke into small groups. So you really have to invest the time and energy to understand what the needs are. You can't just pat on the back at a reception. You truly have to invest energy into understanding what they need.
1: You know, I had the opportunity when I was publisher of the Sun Herald to serve on a major bank board, and couldn't couldn't say yes because of, there was a conflict of interest. But you serve on Mississippi Power's board, and I think that's a terrific fit for this part of the conversation because to sit on that board, you get an opportunity to really understand where the challenges are, where the opportunities are, the economic you know I've said many times that when I spend time with Anthony Wilson and back with his predecessor Anthony deposit God God rest his soul or with Ron Barnes from Coast Electric they have such an insight into where the growth is is it is it industry is it is it business is it is it residential Um but they they really have their hand on the pulse, much much in the same way you have your hand on the pulse by, by seeing what the requests are of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College in terms of job training, et cetera. But that has been a real benefit to you to have sort of that insider's view of industry, hasn't it?
2: Sure. I do serve on Mississippi Power Board and many other boards, as do our leadership team. You know, everything from the Goodwill Board to Chamber Board, we try to, to make sure we immerse in the community so we're hearing <clears> firsthand what the needs are. You know, the power company has such a good graphs on economic development. And so to, to be at the table to understand what those needs are, we recently launched a almost $2 million training program with Mississippi Power and the, the rural electrics to do Lyman training, which has been amazing. It's such a demand for that. Uh, so we were able to start that, you know, as a result of that partnership.
1: You know, what's interesting to me Is that if you want a job, (laughs) if you want a job and you have an opportunity here in coastal Mississippi, I don't care. Uh, Someone pointed out to me the, the other day. Actually, you know what it was Ben Burnett? It, he's the one who said this. That if you look at the uh, demographics of the pharmacy schools that they have at William Carey University, that you have you have people who are going through traditional college and then going to pharmacy school, but several other people have have decided to become a pharmacist when they're thirty and forty years old. But yeah. the opportunity to sort of retrain yourself and you know go toward new goals in your life. You see a lot of that, but this, but it is also true that if you want a job, there's one to have in the coast of Mississippi or one to get.
2: Not only a job, but an education. Right now, we have gotten so many National Science Foundation grant. We just got $12 million in BP Restore funding to start some new programs that will have tuition waived. And so go to work, go to school, do something to benefit yourself and to develop yourself. Right now is prime time to do that.
1: You talk about your employees, and you talk about, of course, that includes excellent teachers. It, it, it includes highly motivated students. I mean, what do you say about your, the students that are attending Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College?
2: Well, these are some of the brightest and best students that we've had. You know, they took a time out with COVID. Many did, even though we were doing tremendous amount of virtual learning, and, and many <laughs> students continued But there's a renewed interest in education, super smart group of individuals, very technology savvy, so their demands are quite high. And so we've invested millions of dollars in technology just to stay ahead of the curve to make sure that there's that interest there and that support there. But um, students are excited. They want to be engaged. You know, a lot of what we do are wraparound services, Ricky. We... I mean, you did this when you were at Gulf Coast, very involved in student leadership. They want opportunities to to be with other students, to do leadership activities in the community. And so we provide that as part of their educational experience. You know, going to class is critical, but being a part of something bigger than who they are is one thing that retains them and keeps them in school. Either they're playing sports, they're singing in the choir, they're in the honors program, Phi Theta Kappa. I know you were in Phi Theta Kappa, Ricky, when you were here. And I want to mention that we gave over almost $4 million in Phi Theta Kappa transfer scholarships last year. So students who start with us and go into the university have this amazing scholarship. That's strictly Phi Theta Kappa. So you know the other scholarships for transfer. So the opportunity to start at Gulf Coast and move to any university of your choice—it is amazing. Again, never an excuse. Financial shouldn't be a problem right now for students interested in receiving. Well, yeah, education. Ben
1: Burnett talked about the the Phi Theta Kappa scholarship going to William Carey University the other, the other day from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. But you know, one—I mm-hmm. I, I talk about the education process a lot because for me. It was certainly the learning. The learning was obviously incredibly important and formative to me in terms of preparing me for my future, ultimately as a CEO in the media business. But, but I th- it's the process to me that was so powerful: is developing relationships with teachers and advisors and. I can remember so many incredible relationships. For example, you know, when I went back to school, I didn't have a lot of money to be honest with you. I, I really my dad had just died, and I was just you know I was going just trying to rebuild. I'd I'd been in pre med and decided to change my major, and I rebuilt my my education literally from scratch. And it was uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College advisors who said, "Look, don't worry about the money. You you come in." We're going to help you find the money. You can you, whatever you want to achieve in your life. We'll help you figure that out. We'll we, and and if you do well in school, we'll get you scholarships or whatever else you need to whatever. And they were it, it ended up coming true. My my entire education was ended up you know ended up being paid for. And uh, when I went to Southern Miss, I had a full academic scholarship. But it was the it was the foundation I built it. So at at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College It provided that opportunity. I look back on that now. I'm 65 years old today. It's amazing to me to say that out loud. But I look back on it. It seems like it was just yesterday. And the impact that those people had on me... It literally changed my life. I, it, it taught me lessons about how to succeed, how to be ambitious, how to be humble, why character matters. I can, literally, I could just go on and on and on about it. Um, Weedle White, you and I have talked about her yeah. before. The impact she had on me was terrific. But Mr. Stamps, and I mean, I could just go on and on. It's incredible. When we come back, we'll start our cover, continue our conversation with Dr. Mary Graham.
0: Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome
1: back to Coastview. Life is a series of forks in the road. Now, you can choose to go that way or you can choose to go that way. And you have to assess which road provides you the best opportunity. And, uh, you know, I, had, I was in pre-med, as I mentioned, and decided to go back and, and just go all in on a, on a business degree and change my major. And I, I, we were talking about the, the educational process and how people you come in contact with when you're in college, how they can change your life. And I was telling Mary during the break that there was this one conversation that I had with a, um administrator, someone who I guess he was an advisor. His name is T.J. Smith. He's no longer with us. God bless him. I wish I could look at him in the eyes today to tell, tell him how much of a difference he made in my life. But he stopped me in the hall once and said, don't dabble with your education as you, as you seek to change your major, move in a different direction. Let me help you figure out how to go all in. Literally stopped me in the hall, said that to me he did help me figure out how to go all in and the rest is kind of history but it is amazing you hear this every day and from from the people that you work with every day how they're changing people's lives and it's just it's just true isn't it
2: it is so true and you know our faculty and our student service and even our administrators they're so focused on student success you know and I will tell you, tell you they're truly doing mission work at Gulf Coast because every one of them reach out to touch students to make sure they have what they need to be successful. Just like TJ did for you, a tap on the shoulder to say, look, man, you need to get that degree. You need to finish your education. And we do that every day. And it, you know it's so powerful when you see them walk across the stage at graduation, knowing all the challenges that they faced, but all the people that stood with them to ensure that they get that degree. So it's a special place to work.
1: It makes it makes a lot of difference. Listen, it seems like every time I look at news, certainly pretty regularly I see you sitting with someone else. It could be someone else at another institution, another college or university it could be working with it could be you sitting with some CEO, developing a partnership, but you're announcing some new partnership that Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College has. How do you keep up with all of that?
2: Well, again, you have to get out there. You can't be stagnant. You have to get out there and and meet the public and meet the business and industry where they are and always have that, you know, ear open or ear in tune to what's needed in terms of our community. So, you know, Ricky, for me, it's the Super Bowl. You know, I want to win that contract. I want to win that grant. I want to win that partnership. And so it's part of the competitive edge of all of us that work at Gulf Coast. We want to make sure we're doing everything we can to win for our students.
1: Grants. Whew, that's a big part of what you do, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely, no. just received 12 million from the governor on BP grants. We've gotten NSF grants. I told you last time about our $20 million Mackenzie Scott grant. It's just, you know, these are miracles that are happening every day. And, you know, I expect that one will happen each day, is what, I, you know, it's become the norm, uh, which is, you know, not really a good philosophy for me. I need, you know, we appreciate every dollar we get, but. The more we get, the more I want to get, the more I expect for us to get. So, um, one
1: partnership, one partnership that's worthy of really zeroing in on is the cybersecurity partnership with Mississippi Mississippi State. Tell me more about that.
2: Oh my gosh, it's called the Mississippi Cyber Initiative. We're partnering with Mississippi State and Keesler Air Force Base. And so, several years ago, we talked with them about the opportunity. We do a lot of training for Keesler. Uh, you know, they're the largest cybersecurity training entity in the world, well, and certainly in the United States. Uh, we help them train their cadets. Mississippi State comes in to help them train at, the you know, a higher level. So the governor and many of the legislators, Scott Delano and some others, have been working on this project and were able to, to draw down some dollars for us to establish the Mississippi Cyber Center. And it's on the Harrison County campus. We've got over 20 partners. Mississippi Bureau of Investigation is located there, and this is the cool part. They are doing work that's happening in Jackson, but now Sheriff's Department, Police Department, all of our local officials, law enforcement officials can come in and do things like have cell phones um, investigate cell phone traffic and things like that to solve crimes immediately. Instead of waiting for a week or two or three weeks, they can have this stuff done immediately right there on the Harrison County campus. And our students are involved in helping or watching this whole process take place. Our cybersecurity students, it's the coolest thing. But also we're providing this opportunity For students, we call it the red room and the blue room. It's more than you want to know, but it's exciting stuff. To detect cyber interference or to mitigate, which is to correct or block it. And so those cadets from Keesler, they can come. We create this environment for them to play in the red and blue room. Can't really play in the military cyberspace. (laughs) You know, that would be dangerous. So we create that ecosystem for them to practice on our campus. It has just been amazing. It's so um, high-tech and such great training for our students who are getting degrees in cybersecurity. Um, It is a wonderful partnership. We're expecting uh, additional dollars to flow. Mississippi State and Keesler are actually going to build a facility outside the gates of Keesler. But they wanted to do something immediately, and we were able to make that happen for them.
1: That is uh, that's pretty incredible, and it you know what it, it cybersecurity will be something that we will have to focus on as a nation from here on out. I mean, you know, there's yeah.
2: seven hundred thousand jobs in cybersecurity available today, as we speak. High paying salaries, and we're cranking out graduates as quick as we can. It's a two year program. They can continue at Mississippi State and get the bachelor's and the master's degree. Amazing partnership.
1: I mentioned, and you, I saw you sort of nod when I was talking about you could t- choose a non traditional approach, get incredibly well trained, and come out of college making $100,000 a year. Mm-hmm. What's some examples of some of these really high paying jobs that you train for?
2: Diesel mechanics, um, lineman training. Um, nursing, any of our healthcare programs. We have 11 different healthcare programs. Anything in the IT world, we're doing a lot in augmented reality, artificial intelligence. We have degrees in all those different fields. Such a demand for cybersecurity. I can't stress that enough. Anything in the science, technology, engineering. You know, we have the engineering partnership with Mississippi State as well on our Jackson County campus. So, People can step out of those two-year, and then if they choose to go on to the four-year, they can do that very easily. We have guaranteed articulation with the universities. So that's just to name a few. Um, But we only offer programs where there is a sustainable wage or even higher waiting for students when they graduate. We, We do not continue to train people in fields where they can't really do well in support a family.
1: We we don't. And by the way, if you if you look at um, and we won't go there now because it's a complicated conversation. But the whole notion of why there's a student debt issue in America today is that. There's so many people who either didn't finish their degrees and got a lot of debt in the process, or finished a degree and they can't find a job. Exactly. It's amazing to me. So this notion of sustainable wage and making their you know, what you're trying to do is fit someone's capabilities or maybe their goals with the reality of of the training needs that that are between. Where they are now and and actually mm-hmm. fitting into a specific job, that's what you're trying to do. And if you if you do more of that, you're going to have more success. And the economy of Coastal Mississippi is going to continue to thrive. But um, that is that that's really kind of ground level stuff, and it's 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 what I call relevant relevant training. Absolutely. And you have to do that, don't you?
2: You have to do that, and you have to assess that every year too, because the market changes. And, you know, so many things have changed since COVID. Uh, every, the cybersecurity world is just exploding right now. So we've really ramped up different. We actually have surveillance, cybersecurity surveillance for the casinos. We're doing a lot of different training. And again, I can't stress enough that these opportunities for tuition-free or low tuition or no tuition are out there. There should be no reason a student at Gulf Coast walks away with student debt there's too many opportunities to offset that with scholarships, money from the foundation and just these amazing grants that we've been able to secure.
1: You got to, as you mentioned got a lot of areas of healthcare that are are you know opportunities for for students. Have you seen a decline in those since covid or maybe you know what's the current thinking you around know, it's
2: that? interesting. I think a lot of people uh, were afraid during and after COVID to be in the healthcare industry. So you've seen a lot of that uh, dissipate, some of the enrollment. Ours is, you know, being restored slowly but surely. And we're offering even now, we're doing some really cool things of offering apprenticeship in nursing. We're, We're individuals who are working in a hospital in lower level positions and be in a cohort to train to be an LPN and then go on and be an RN. So they can get all the benefits for working and have health care coverage and a salary and still be working on that degree. So again, trying to create an opportunity, a pathway so that students can work, earn a degree, and be successful.
1: We'll talk more about that angle when we come back, and we'll uh, finish our conversation with the final segment with Dr. Mary Graham. We'll see you after this. Mm-hmm.
0: So listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
1: So we're spending some time here on Coast View this morning with Mary Graham, the president of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And I, I have to say, and we talk a lot off the air but in all of our conversations Mary I'm always blown away with how many dimensions you have to play on simultaneously so you know we had we could spend a whole show talking about athletics and what's happening in yeah. your athletics world and we could we could spend a whole show talking about future growth expansion opportunities we we could <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on. The partnership conversation, we just scratch the surface on it. And then there's, in there's, and the, and the arts, so much going on in your world. You have events that are happening. Uh, give, give us a, a sense of that.
2: We do. Um, you know, we built our new Immersive Media Performing Arts Center and opened last year. And look, that thing has been so busy. We've had so many shows. We've had Charlie Brown Christmas, and we have Sounds of the Holidays, the new home for Sounds of the Holidays is at the Impact Center on the Harrison County campus. So I want the viewers to know that is uh, December 2nd and 3rd. Um, But also we have a comedian coming in, Eddie B. Uh, We have the symphony, we've had Ballet Magnificat, we've had Maggie Corner, a great jazz artist came in. So just lots of things. I wanna encourage people to look at our website to see all the exciting things that are going on because there's either a Broadway show, a ballet, a symphony event, <clears throat> just about every week in the impact. So, we're hey, so hey, the sounds with of the that.
1: holiday, and I, I haven't, I haven't, uh, I don't know the answer to this question, but is this the one, the community event that we used to be at the Beau Rivage?
2: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Bob Moody, you know, yes. started this many, many years ago, uh, but now it's back and it's at the Harrison County campus, the new home, permanent home, uh, of the sounds of the holiday. So Chet Landry is. Kind of leading the efforts there, and he's a great friend to the college. He's a graduate, yeah. So, we're excited. David
1: Delk and Karen Abernathy, and a whole yes. long list of people that have been involved in the past. I would assume that they're going to be involved, they're still
2: involved, they're yeah. Still, involved. still, so I just wanted to mention that it's exciting. I don't know if you knew you know the band St. Paul and the Broken Bones, they'll I be don't. there. Yeah, That's a really um popular band right now, so yeah. we're excited.
1: I had I had David Delk on last year, and we were doing an interview, and he was sitting near his piano. And I said, um, why do not you play something for us?" And he played a Christmas song. I got a—I re- don't remember which one it was. Do you remember, Kyle, which which Christmas song it was? Yeah, gosh, dog. It anyway, man, it went viral. <laughs> <I> mean, the, <laughs> yeah, tens of thousands of people watched it. It was just one of the. It was he did first of all, he did a beautiful job at it, but it just. It just it just struck a nerve. Very talent we got a lot of talent here in Custom Mississippi, we don't do
2: do, we. we do. And I am a fan of David Delk. He helped with our daughter's wedding, so
1: <laughs> Oh good, good. Look, of course, you know, he has ABC rental in in his uh, r- real life. But uh, but he's also just a you know just a a good soul. I enjoy spending time with him. You know the contributions he's made to the little theater community here in Coastal Mississippi in so many different ways. He's super passionate about what he does and, and so super fantastic. creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. so creative, great singer, a lot of fun to spend time with. Hey, listen, in the short time we have left, what's what's the holidays look like for you guys?
2: Oh gosh. Um, let me tell you, um, for those listening that may be interested in going back to school, we have a Merry Master starting December 19th. So in three short weeks, if you're home for the holidays uh, from the university or if you just want to pick up a course or two, that's available. And then we'll kick off in January with our regular semester. But personally, I'm just going to decompress a little bit and relax and enjoy the family and all the great food here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I'm looking forward to some downtime, actually.
1: So, yeah, having just had the man, you know, of course, we, we had a daughter who was married, and we I, I'll never forget how much work that was. <laughs> the, it's a lot. <laughs> the, the lot. The pre-planning, and then you had to deal with some weather, but it sounds like you still were able to pull it off.
2: We did. We did. It was great. And, again, just time to relax a little bit. So everyone in my family has a December birthday, so we're in birthday mode now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That that's great. And what about campus? Is do you guys decorate at campus and create a festive environment there?
2: We have Festival of Lights um, on the campus on the Perkinston campus, um, so we're excited about that. That'll be happening Friday night, um, and we have over four or five thousand people that show up for the Festival of Lights. It's kind of like a Norman Rockwell Christmas. When you come on campus, it's quite beautiful.
1: That's neat. And so, have you expanded it over the years?
2: We have we've had it it's going on over twenty years now. We just add something we have a carousel, we have ferris wheel, we have all kind of exciting things for the children and it's all free
1: yeah, okay so we we only have a short time left but but in the and the many times that I've driven by the new entrance to the the Harrison county or excuse me the Perkinson campus. I still have a tendency to, once I get on top of the bridge, to look over at the old uh, entrance. Are you amazed it took so long to get a new entrance?
2: Yes, yes. We drank a lot of coffee and talked about it for a lot of years. Uh, there was some last. <laughs> lot- There were some land swaps involved in that, some access to Highway 49, some rules that changed and then they changed back. And so uh, it's a project we've stuck with until we made it happen and finally uh, we made it happen. So that was a great project.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fascinating, beautiful entrance, and and I should have had it a long time ago. But I yeah. think good things sometimes good things take a long time, and this was one of those cases for sure.
2: Except I have no patience, so it <laughs> take neither way do too I. Long.
1: Neither <laughs> do I. Just ask my wife for sure, or <laughs> my kids. Hey, listen, uh, Dr. Mary Graham, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Uh, continue all the great successes at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Have a great holiday.
2: Thank you. Happy holidays to you and yours as well.
1: You. You bet. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow.
0: Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. facebookcom slash Coast 103one A Super Talk Mississippi media production.